Hello Cryptonauts, today is Thursday, June 11th, 2020. On today's episode of Cryptocurrency Chat, we're going to talk about the top 10 daily average and the crypto news of the day. I am your host, Blockchain John. Cryptonauts, before we get started with the top 10 daily average, I want to remind you that there is a Discord up, ready, and available, and I will leave a link in the description below. So go ahead and join that, hang out, chit chat, post crypto related stuff, and let's have a good time. With that said, let's start off with Bitcoin settling in at $9,372.85 for a 4.41% loss. In second place, we have Ethereum settling at $234.15 for a 5.07% loss. Third place, we have USDT Tether settling at $0.99 for a 0.10% loss. Fourth place, we have XRP Ripple settling at $0.19 for a 4.64% loss. And in fifth place, we have Bitcoin Cash settling in at $238.52 for a whopping 6.35% loss. And in 6th place, we have Bitcoin SV, Satoshi's Vision, settling in at $182.22 for a 5.17% loss. And in 7th place, we have Litecoin, settling in at $43.81 for a 5.26% loss. And in 8th place, we have Binance Coin, settling in at $16.56 for a 4.3% loss. And in ninth place, we have EOS settling in at $2.56 for a 6.55% loss. And lastly, we have Cardano settling in at $0.07 for a whopping 6.75% loss. Wow, folks. Wow, Cryptonauts, Cryptonauts, Cryptonauts. We are at a whopping loss. Unbelievable. But no worries. Because this is the perfect time to buy up some sats. If you're looking to buy, buy it now. This is like the best opportunity you can have. I mean, you're getting a, a good discount. I mean, some of these you're getting, what, 6? Almost 7%? 7%? Wow. I mean, that's awesome. Look at this. This is crazy. Yeah, definitely buy. Um, this is probably the bottom before it skyrockets. This is probably it. Uh, so with that said, let's go ahead and check out the news and see why he, why we basically tanked. We'll see what happened. Let's get started. Alright, Cryptonauts. Starting off with a article from Cointelegraph. 80% of Ether supply and profit leads of fears of a price drop. Crypto analytics from Glassnode reported 80% of the supply of the second largest cryptocurrency by market cap was in profit on June 10th. According to crypto, crypto anal- analytics firm Glassnode, as of June 10th, more than 80% of the Ether supply was in profit, leading to fears of a price drop. Glassnode posted a chart showing that their percentage of Ether in profit had hit 80% for the third time in a year, commenting, commenting last time the Ethereum supply in profit was significantly above 80%, ETH 
was priced at around $700. That's crazy. That is crazy. Let's go to the next news. Global Index Funds Manager successfully trails blockchain securities. The 5.7% no, sorry. Uh, the $5.7 trillion asset manager Vanguard has completed the first phase of its pilot testing of settlements for blockchain-based assets-backed securities. Vanguard, the world's largest second index fund manager, has announced the successful completion of its first phase of its blockchain pilot trailing excuse me, the digit- digitization of asset-backed securities, ABS. The pilot has seen Vanguard partner with a large U.S.-based ABS provider, distributed ledger technology provider, Symbiont, and financial institutions BNY, Mellon, and Citi to model the full life cycle of security settlements using a distributed ledger technology network. Vanguard and Symbiont envisage later phases of the pilot will integrate smart contracts into the ABS issuance of settlement process, offering increased information flow, enhanced price discovery, and secondary market liquidity, and the automated execution of key corporate actions. As of April 30th, Vanguard managed $5.7 trillion in assets globally, offering more than 425 funds to 30 million investors. Awesome. Next news. 15 people plead guilty in Bitcoin-powered fake auctions case. The U.S. Department of Justice received two more guilty pleas from Romanian nationals involved in Crypto Field Trends National Cyber Fraud Ring on June 11th. 15 people have pleaded guilty to involvement in an international syndicate that used fraudulent online auctions to dupe victims out of Bitcoin, according to the United States Department of Justice. From the least December 2013, the syndicate used listings from non-existent goods on auctions and sale websites to defraud victims, with the group laundering the funds through a Romanian crypto exchange CoinFlux in recent years. According to the DOJ's announcement, four of the guilty pleas were made by Romanian nationals in the past 24 days before U.S. Magistrate Judge Matthew A. Stinnett with two taking place in the last 24 hours. All right, next news. SeedCX shuts its exchange to focus on settlements. US-based crypto exchange SeedCX has announced it is shutting down to focus on its settlement infrastructure. US-based crypto exchange CDCX is shutting down to focus on its settlement. I hate when they do that. Why do they repeat the same thing over and over again three times? It's a waste of, of, of breath, a waste of space. It's repeated three times. The, tap, the, 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 the title, the, there's like an undertitle. And then the first sentence to start off this news article is all the same thing. That's, that's overkill. According to a CHCX company blog posted June 11th by CEO Edward Woodford, its settlement arm Zero Hash now accounts for 95% of the company's revenue. As we bring to look beyond just profitability to realize in our ambition of becoming the leading digital asset settlement infrastructure, we have to become more focused, wrote Woodford. Candidately, offering an exchange product directly to customers has sometimes been perceived as a conflict by some of our clients 
but more importantly, it is secondary to our core mission. The CEO said it, the firm will redouble its efforts on its complete automated and regulated settlement infrastructure. The final day of trading on the exchange central limit order book will be June 12th. Okay, let's see who wrote this. Turner Wright. Okay, Turner Wright. I will remember you. I will remember you. Turner Wright. Next news. Tiny tax haven accounts for $36 billion across 36 billion of cross-border BTC transactions. Seychelles-based exchange. What is Seychelles? Seychelles-based exchanges moved $36 billion worth of Bitcoin across international borders in 2019. Seychelles-based exchange led the world in cross-border Bitcoin transactions in 2019. What Switzerland is the world of watchmaking? Seychelles is to the world of crypto exchanges. The small island national with a total population of less than 100,000 presents a perfect playground for enterprises that are looking for a place that allows them to optimize their tax liabilities with regulators who operate with a light touch. U.S. comes in second. The report by Crystal Blockchain examined flows of Bitcoin between exchanges around the world. Seychelles exchanges led in terms of both funds sent and received. It should be noted that the report considered considers Binance to be a Seychelles exchange in 2019. 12 local exchanges received $15.83 billion worth of BTC from foreign exchanges and sent $20.883 billion worth of BTC. The 25 US based exchange took the silver with $18 billion total cross-border turnover. Right, next news, Celsius Network sells two-thirds of $15 million equities offering on first day. What? The popular DeFi app Celsius Network has publicly launched a $15 million equity offering selling over two-thirds of its target in less than six hours. Pioneering decentralized finance applications, Celsius Network has launched an equity offering through Bank of the Future. As of this writing, the campaign has raised over $10.7 million of the $50 million maximum and has surpassed its minimum investment goal of $10.5 million. 39 investors have participated so far, with 44 days remaining on the, on the raise. The minimum investment in Celsius equity funds rounds is $1,000. The round is open to both U.S. and international investors. Celsius launches offering. In total, we are off offering... In total, the offering will see 10% of Celsius's network equity distributed in the form of preferred A shares. The firm has already allocated $5 million in preferred A shares to its lead investors and $5 million in preferred A1 shares. Celsius founder and chief executive Alex Mashinsky discussed to raise on Twitter, stating, You've helped build brands by using them, but if you wanted to own equity in them, that was reserved for a few mega VCs who funded Uber, Facebook, LinkedIn. You only got to buy them full price when they IPO. Celsius Network opened its A round to you. However, investing at this stage in a company is highly risky and only available to a select group of early investors. Most projects at this stage fail according to Bank 
bank to the future, and investors are unable to sell, sell shares until the company lists publicly. The company's pitch describes Celsius as a crypto interest and lending platform with $6.2 billion in loans, $630 million in assets, and more than 106,000 active wallets. Around 81% of the app's users have deposited more than once, with the typical customer making 8.21 deposits on average. Celsius also reports that 91% of its operating days have been net positive, meaning that more deposits have been processed than withdrawals. DeFi AUM breaks $1 billion. This past week has seen the total of funds locked in DeFi protocol test $1 billion for the first time since the violent Black Thursday crash during mid-March, according to DeFi Pulse. While the fund locked in DeFi exceeded $1 billion from June 7th until June 9th, Bitcoin's rejection of $10,000 and the corresponding dip across the crypto market has pulled the value of DeFi's asset under management down to roughly $965 million. However, DeFi's DeFi Pulse data does not include Celsius because it is seen by many as a centralized project that only borders on DeFi. It is included in the total value of funds locked in DeFi protocols would be closer to $1.6 billion. Next news. India's crypto spring as wave of new exchanges launches. Okay, quickly. I said quickly. Tradehorn has become the latest startup to launch a cryptocurrency exchange in India after the Supreme Court repealed the Reserve Bank's ban. The repeal of the Reserve Bank of India RBI, crypto ban has been driven a boom in exchanges launching in India, offering hope that the growth of a robust local in- industry will incentivize lawmakers to maintain India's permissive regulatory apparatus. In March, India's Supreme Court repealed the Reserve Bank of India's ban on financial institutions providing banking services to businesses operating with virtual currencies, legitimizing India's cryptocurrency firms. Okay, next news. CTX to close exchange. We already read that. Gemini appoints new Asia Pacific MD set sites on Singapore exp- expansion. The Wink of Oz Twins Crypto Exchange continues its global expansion with the appointment of a managing director for the Asia Pacific region. The Gemini Cryptocurrency Exchange is expanding to further into. Oh, who wrote this? Joshua Mapperson. Why do you repeat the same thing over and over again? The move sets the Winklevoss Twins Exchange up to apply for a license under Singapore's 2019 Payment Services Act, which requires at least one director to be a Singapore citizen or permanent resident. I don't want to read this anymore. When crypto titans clash, the DeFi debate is on for block down next week. Rune Christensen and Alec Mashinsky will debate the merits of DeFi and CeFi. In the clash of ideas between centralized and decentralized finance, is one better than the other or do they both need each other? The latest months of global quarantine have been nothing less than a renaissance for online events across spheres. This has been especially true for the technologically adept blockchain community. While crypto crews have been sailing from one event to another, the next big virtual conference on everyone's calendar is Blockdown 2020. And the Blockdown team is preparing a showdown of ideas between two 
crypto heavyweights for part of its programming. MakerDAO founder Rune Christensen and Celsius Network founder Alex Mashinsky will appear alongside each other to debate the merits of decentralized finance and centralized finance. The event is scheduled for June 18th, but we spoke with Christensen and Mashinsky in advance to gain a window into any clash of ideas that might place live. <laughs> this is crazy! I'm looking at a photo of a banner that looks like one of those boxing banners. Alex Mashinsky, CFI versus Rune Kinstens, Christensen, DeFi. And there's a face of both of them. Block down 2020. That's so hilarious. Uh, we got the scoop from Christensen on what he plans to cover. Ultimately, I'm really going to talk about how CFI and DeFi really need each other and they complement each other. I think the big advantage of DeFi is that it's all about creating these global, transparent, directly accessible infrastructure networks. Essentially, they're very efficient, very secure, and anyone can join them. But the downside of this approach is that you're just a regular user dipping your toes. It's intimidating to interact with something like that. We also talked to Mashinsky, who raised questions about whether or not cloning existing systems in a decentralized manner will actually solve real financial problems. A lot of what's being created within DeFi is a copy of what's happening on Wall Street. I think that is the big debate is really, is the existing financial system solvent or not? Is it something that we need to rely on or propagate? And if not, well, what is that new system going to look like? The point here is to solve the financial problem. Seven billion people don't have an alternative. Both businesses leaders agree that the virtual event space has taken off for crypto in the wake of COVID-19. Christensen said he's done too many to count and Mashinsky says he's done two or three a day. They'll both chalk up one more on Thursday, June 18th. Awesome. 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 Hopefully I can get them on my podcast. Next news. Three on-chain metrics crypto investors use to track Bitcoin network activity. On-chain data provides valuable insight into blockchain networks and BTC price actions, but which merits metrics are useful for average investors. Uh, let's see. The, no, I don't want to read this. Next news. Uh, Gemini plots Singapore expansions where we read that free transactions invite systemic attacks on blockchain researchers. Fine. Uh, Michigan State University hits by ransomware refuses to pay criminals. Data appears to contradict Bitfinex's dwindling Bitcoin deposits narrative. Market down with token uptick and Israel election work. It's been a busy year for bank course founders. While the Fed keeps denying its role to an increase in inequality, SEC launches virtual meetups for fintech industry players. Quadriga was a Ponzi scheme, Ontario securities regulators say. Okay. Ransomware attacks targets Victoria Beckham's personal data. McAfee shield an obvious PIVX ripoff, but investors don't seem to mind. Uh, what? The John McAfee pump is back, and this time it's with more. It's with a more ephemeral privacy coin. Key takeaways. Ghost is a ripoff of the open source privacy coin Pivx, according to Pivx developers. Privacy focused token Ghost has seen its value skyrocket since the beginning of the month, 
retail investors have been pouring a lot of money into the project with prices doubling in less than two months. The John McAfee endorsed Ghost Token is up 100% since the start of the month, even though McAfee admitted it was a ripoff of the PIVX privacy coin. The Ghost Token feels the McAfee effect. Even before its launch, Ghost Token has been surrounded by controversy. Nevertheless, the price of the token has skyrocketed since the beginning of the month. Ghost was endorsed by presidential candidate and known crypto shill John McAfee before its launch. At launch on May 27th, the Ghost token was worth $1.12 on June 9th when trading officially began. Ghost market cap increased from $0 to just over $24.4 million. The coin saw its price increase by more than 91% in two days. That's crazy. Join Crypto Markets Live now to learn how experts trade crypto with Crypto Burb and Big Chonies. Chonies? <laughs> That's funny. Uh, regulated decreased quadriga. Okay, we read that. Da, da, da. Congress weighs digital dollar amid after stalled COVID 19 stimulus payment. Um, that might be newsworthy. In the aftermath of disappointingly slow COVID 19 stimulus payments, Congress hears testimony of using digital dollars to upgrade the U.S. legacy financial infrastructure. On June 11th, the Congressional Fintech Task Force held a hearing examining Fed accounts and a digital dollar as ways of expanding financial inclusion in the United States, particularly in the aftermath of greatly delayed $1,200 stimulus payments directly to U.S. citizens. The digital dollar has gotten much more attention. A number of bills appeared in the wake of the CARES Act calling for Fed accounts and digital dollars as means of streamlining and distribution, upgrading financial tools as a public good. Morgan Ricks, a law professor at Vanderbilt University who recently spoke with Cointelegraph about the digital dollar said in today's hearing, the system of money and payments is a public good. It is critical public infrastructure akin to highways co-founder and the digital dollar project and former ctfc chairman j christopher giancarlo similarly compared the current system to bridges of the last century now in dis- disrepair unless we act this coming wave of innovation will put enormous strain on our aged financial system giancarlo commented to cointelegraph in advance of today's hearing I think the sense of immediate urgency has indeed passed, and I think that provided the time for reflection on the important issue, what the crisis revealed about the shortcomings in our accounts-based banking system when it comes to distribution of benefits and inclusion. I believe that crisis always reveals different things. Financial inclusion beyond aid. In her opening remarks, Marissa Barandaran, a professor at UC Irvine Law School, said, Though this recession is likely to make these problems more accurate, the gap in our exclusionary payment systems are not new. Barandaran similarly noted that the Americans are already using, for example, post offices as means of working around limited access to banks and check-in services. 
No family should have to experience hunger simply because they don't have a bank account, agreed Task Force Chairman Stephen Lynch. Lynch. Ranking member of the Financial Systems uh, Financial Services Committee Patrick McHenry asked Giancarlo to elaborate on what digital dollars have to do with financial inclusion, to which Giancarlo responded, it's about on-ramps into the financial system and making them as simple and accessible as possible. Chairwoman of the Financial Services Committee, Maxine Waters, who is the author of a bill at the heart of today's discussion, summarized the quandary. Nearly 35 million people have received paper checks, not direct direct deposits to their bank accounts. However, I'm concerned that the people who most likely need stimulus payments may not even be able to deposit a paper check. Fintech companies are stepping in the unbanked space by marketing digital wallets as low-barrier alternatives to bank accounts for U.S. consumers. Financial Services Committee and Crypto The Fintech Task Force is often the tip of the sphere in terms of how Congress interacts with crypto. It falls within the House of Financial Services Committees, members of which are currently critical to deciding, for example, the fate of Facebook's Libra. It was, in fact, Chairwoman's Water who initially called on Facebook to halt that project just under a year ago, spurring a radical expansion of congressional interest in crypto as a whole. Alright, I think uh, that's are we done? An army of hackers can make crypto safer, but it's enough being. But is enough being done? Done. Bitmain's power struggle takes toll on customers as co-founder halts shipment. Bum bum bum. Blockchain bites. CBDCs on Capitol Hill. Custody battles and smart drugs. Bitcoin post having reports Q2 2020 by Coin Telegraph Market Research. Mutual funds giant Vanguard wraps phase one of digital assets backed security pilot. Uh, looks like that's it. Going through this, do 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 do. Yeah. BitPay's prepared Mastercard launches in U.S. to make crypto accessible. That is Bitflower blockchain. That is it. Reveal voting app register holders. That is it. There is no Coinbase news for today. Wait. Coinbase to list top DeFi. Oh, that was yesterday's. Filecoin prepares for network launch with financial testing phase. Okay, we already talked about that yesterday. All right, so that is it. Wow, that's it. All right, Cryptonauts. It's been a long day and a long night. I already went for my run. I did like a four and a half mile run today. I'm exhausted. I'm ready to call it a night. With that said, Cryptonauts, adios.